No audio from Ben. Uh oh. The Lost episode. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Brian, you know, what'd you do? What'd you do? You guys, okay. Every, anybody out there that has dealt with Discord in the past, or not even Discord, Discord or OBS, knows the fun uh, 50-50 of, hey, did this update default my settings? <laughs> so Fine. everybody watching live uh, pretty much didn't hear anything we just said which is fun but of course if you're listening to this on the podcast room on youtube uh you probably won't even hear this because i'll probably cut it out anyway but <laughs> lost audio oh boy oh um anyway uh, i guess to everybody here live hello again we are back hello. um stop bros so Pretty much before the the audio issue, um. <laughs> so we were just—I don't know, like I don't know if uh, Ben's in the chat, but I don't know if you heard anything about what Joel was saying about like HVZ or anything. No, maybe no. no? That that's a, a definite no. Lost mm. to the Twitch universe. You know, you know. I feel like this month has just been a, a audio challenge. You know, we've had some background music bleed in. And now uh, we uh, started the podcast with no audio. So, you know, it's. It fixed one problem. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, um, just to kind of catch people up, uh, we are. You know, just going to catch up, you know, it's been we took a week off, so we're just kind of, you know, getting back together, going to talk about some things um, and at Near the end of the podcast, we are going to be doing a spoiler cast for Prey, because we've all finally seen it, so we can all get our opinions on it. Um, but uh, before we fixed our, our tech problems, uh, Joel, you were talking about uh, HVZ. Yep, we've just been putting it off for a while. Um, 2020 said, fuck you to us, because we were going to try to end it. Now we're ending it for real. People were still reaching out to us during the pandemic on Facebook, like, hey, you're going to put on a game? We're outside. It's like, we're in the fucking middle of, like, the worst part of it. What are you talking about? Um, But still did it. Still played. Last couple games. And we're passing off the mantle soon. And uh, it's been a long time coming. And happy to still play here and there. But um, our our tenure is over for a lot of us. And it's it's going to be nice to hang up the blaster as far as that goes. And Marcel did ask... Uh, you want to ask again, Marcelo? How are you guys promoting this? So, round two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what happens is we do have a Facebook we tell people about. Um, in that Facebook, there's other nerf groups that have followed it. They self-promote within that Facebook. They'll say what if a game's going on that week. And other people from that game have gone to the other games, done some self-promotion. So it's interconnected. We even had this guy from Turlock come to the game on yeah. saturday so wow. he was promoting his game uh previously i don't know if you heard marcel there was a guy from davis who came they had their own version they wanted to check out ours so it's all interconnected they find us and again like i talk shit about the zuckerverse but it's connected us so done that and i think in the past like a long time ago uh there's a website called bay area fun cheap i think oh yes 
I don't think we posted on frequently, but I know people like on our behalf have like posted on there too. And like other yes, like have. other like Bay Area nerf uh blogs and you know chats and stuff like that. It was a good year. I think we actually were using it consistently. We were like, let's actually pump out try to get people for, to this game. We would that was like the mentality, but then you know, we just we this year's been all been all about, you know, gauging if people want to come back and play and you are surprised people do. And like I was saying before, um, half of the people who came were actually all new people. And there was even a student just walking around. It's like, hey, I want to play. It's like, all right, come in, man. Jump in. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think in my whole my whole tenure or your whole tenure doing it, I think I only went one time. Yes, you did. You and Emma were there. One time. One time. Um, but hey, con- congrats to you, Joel. Uh, you gave the first human victory in over years. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a victory. <laughs> they hey, had a survivor. One, that, one, that's not a victory. One human survives. That's that's enough. <laughs> that's, that's on a technicality, but I'll explain that in a later podcast. <laughs> that was on a technicality. <laughs> yeah, are you going to do an HVZ like recap for you? We're thinking of doing something fun soon. I don't know about a recap. Maybe like an anthology, I mean, almost like. I mean, maybe we can't say too much because there. I think there are some HBZ players that are listening to us right now, and if you are, hello, thank you for coming to the games. Yes, thank you. Appreciate you. Yep, don't want to give away too much, but uh, think about greatest hits. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> think about that. Cool. Yep, but uh, I guess big news as far as gaming goes. Uh, Destiny's new season dropped, Season of the Plunder. I tried so hard <laughs> to avoid spoilers, literally till 10 on Monday. I was like trying, I was clicking on anything. I was like, okay, we're almost there. I'll check it out. And it looks pretty fun. Pirate themed. Uh, you know, you can get a title called Scallywag. Talk a little bit more about that. But yeah, just, I touched it for a second. Um, you know, played Sea of Thieves with the boys. Uh, we had a fun session last night. It was kind of grueling. Oh, God. But, um, yeah, it just there's a chill week for me. What about uh, I'm gonna go to Marcel? We haven't seen him in a minute. I'm gonna go to Brian. What's been up with you, Marcel? Uh, what hasn't been up with me, man? I've been busy um, traveling uh, for work purposes. Uh, I just came back from LA two weeks ago where I was at the Call of Duty League 2022 championships, Ooh. where it was a big three-day event three days thursday no four days it was a four-day event ton of fun great crowd uh i would have never kind of i don't think i mean i like call of duty i'm a huge like i i mean we've been playing forever remember i mean world at war you know all those games uh but i don't think i would ever be i i didn't think i would ever be so invested in like a pro league as i was this season and i don't know if it's just because you know, work. I got so immersed with it with work, but like as a fan of video games and as a gamer, like it was such a fun time. It was great to see people all like, like together enjoying the same thing. And like, I don't think I can reach it. Hold on. It's too far. I have, I now have a giant, like three foot, like poster with all of the teams. Oh, wow. That's cool. Mm -hmm. So, so it, yeah. So was this the second time you've won? 
to like this a Call of Duty first, League? Mm, this was my first championships, and it was my. Uh, it was my yeah. It would have been my second Call of Duty event. Uh, so earlier in the year, I traveled to Toronto when one of the one of the teams hosted up in Toronto, which was really awesome. Shout out to Toronto Ultra and everybody over there for taking such good care of me while I was up there. It was awesome. Now I have a bunch of Ultra merch all over my my office now that I need to hang up and and. Uh, and put out but yeah no it was so much fun it was great to see you know just the competitive play and how different it is from like casual play like it plays so different the way that they play it so you know moving forward really excited like i'll be in north carolina in december for the new season debuting modern warfare 2 with a new pro league so i'm super excited about that it's gonna be so much fun uh it's gonna be super yeah it'll be interesting to see the season from start to end because i kind of came in maybe about two-thirds of the way into the season so you know Mm. got to know players teams kind of all that stuff um yeah it was really fun really really fun to be at like a pro esports like event like people like the fan base was crazy like crazy good super energetic super fun um would definitely yeah yeah, I like to be there. So, oh, for sure, because like, like I think it goes for any like live event <clears throat> where you like watch it on TV, like especially esports. Like you kind of watch it on TV, and unless if you're like you're really into the game, you're kind of like, it's like all right, this is interesting. But when you get that live crowd, like all that energy, like mm, totally, pump, like like pumping you up, it's oh, it's so good. I remember going to some Overwatch games, and oh. It was so much ex- just excitement. Everybody just started. You just heard the rumble of the people and just fucking cheering up when right. like, they do a team de- team kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, like, and that's just, so so you know exactly what I'm talking about when you feel that. Like everybody, all the groans and all the shouting, like all in unison. <laughs> like, and it, it was funny though because like at first when I first started going to these events, I was like what happened like why are they cheering like everybody knew exactly what was on screen <laughs> yeah. and and i mean yes i know i know how to play call of duty i understand what the mechanics of each game mode are or whatever but it's like wh- why was that a good kill or why was that bad you know but like towards the end of it you know i got my i got myself hyped up all that weekend and then by the end of the weekend all of my coworkers, i was like all right guys this is hard point like this is this is what's going to happen like this is what we're doing and you know like i i had like a little mini workshop teaching them like how the uh how each game mode is different from the other and what the scoring means and it's like it, it just became this great like this really fun event it made it really fun you know even if it was for work it didn't feel like it because we were just having such a great time the whole weekend yeah nice. um other than that, really just kind of dialing back, you know, watching TV, you know, catching up on shows. You know, we went out to lunch yesterday or dinner, whatever we want to call it. And we just talked about how much how there's just too much content to try to catch up on. <laughs> yeah. uh, so everybody's watching different shows now. Nobody's watching the same thing. So it's so hard to like be like, you know, like, have you guys watched Game of Thrones yet? No, yeah, I, heard see. Was, I heard it was good, though. That, yeah, it was, was actually it good. was super solid. You know, like I just watched She-Hulk. Uh, there's just so much to watch. Uh, you know, I, I binged a, a season of one of the funniest shows that I've been telling Joel that he absolutely needs to watch. Uh, it's called This Fool. It's on Hulu. 
and it was literally the only show in such a long time where I was like, like literally laughing out loud every single oh, episode. Um, so definitely recommend it's a must watch. It, it's kind of about uh, this guy and his cousin. The main character works at like a at like a um, like a criminal gangster like reform program, and so he helps like people who are in gangs and stuff like kind of get a normal life and it's just it's just so over the top and funny and and i think it was that way just because you know the characters were uh hispanic so there was a lot of tropes and stuff that they just really like (laughs) that they just really played into that like uh that i could recognize it so i think that's why i found it so funny because like oh i've heard half of this shit before like i know what's going on um and uh video game wise it's been a little quiet i mean i got into sea of thieves with you guys one time last week and uh that was a ton of fun and this new season of destiny just came out and uh you know i'm a big sucker for cool looking exotics so i saw that helmet that i sent you guys and i'm like all right maybe i'll play (laughs) you know that's how it is like i take like a year off and then i'm back for a year and uh so yeah we'll see i still have to look at it and see if it's worth the worth buying it so honestly joel you can you can agree like this past year destiny has been killing it with just content yeah, I mean, you know me, I'm super biased, but uh, Witch Queen, solid. Uh, Season of the Haunted, really good uh, story, lore and stuff, and setup. And of course, for us, you know, we're big pirates, Sea of Thieves. You know, it's Season of the Plunder, you scallywag, and hijinks and shit. And even, you know, there's that theme. They even mentioned pirate in the intro scene. You know, it's... Oh my gosh. You're leaning hella hard. Are you guys going for a world's first? Oh, yeah, that's what? right. No. He's referring to the return of the Taken King raid of King's Fall. Uh, yeah, so that's returning. I have, you know, I've shared my mixed thoughts about that. But, uh, yeah, it returns this week, actually. So, <laughs> yeah, this weekend, right? Yes. So some of our clanmates are already gearing up. It's like, who do I have this weekend? I'm busy this weekend. And honestly, King's Fall and I have a, you know, on and off relationship so i'm just waiting for everyone to show me what to do but yeah um but people are going back in and this is the raid a lot of destiny fans loved in the first one um (laughs) i'm on the same boat as you Um, it was with the right team it was great and i had a bad lfg experience many times this is uh uh king's fall is crota right oryx oryx Oryx. big Big pop big poppy dad killed his son then they Sent in his dame. Uh, is Oryx? I don't remember that one. Is that the one that has like the teleporting? Like you have to like jump across like a bunch of moving platforms. Yeah, you're right. That's it. Uh, that's yep. as far as I got with that raid, guys. That's as far as we took it. It yeah. took us forever to get through it when we went through it, and then we stopped for the night. And I just we hit reset, and I just never went back. Yeah. That's as far we, as I got we have on that one. now. We have icicles to help us jump and platform. Oh my goodness. So. Uh, but yeah, King Saul, for all my Destiny fans who listen to this now or in the future, I know you're going in. I'm eventually going to go in, you know, that, that exotic it's calling. You know, I loved it in the first one. Not very particularly great, I'd say. It was super fun. So, uh, But yeah. You're hoping that'll be better, though. 
oh oh they changed up vault of glass they're gonna they're gonna fine-tune this one a little or add some champions because yeah they'll have you'll have yeah absolutely um and then the last thing that i've been working on is i am about to uh bust out ye old drum set soon and just uh so like uh next weekend uh, next labor day weekend i'm gonna go to guitar center and just kind of see if there's anything that i want to spend some some money on i haven't decided how much money i'm gonna spend on anything but it's like i'm gonna get like drum heads and maybe i might find a couple other things that magically make their way into my car but we'll see (laughs) but uh yeah i've been really itching to get back into it and just kind of finding a way to you know like de-stress and be creative and stuff like that so it'll be super fun so i'll let you know how that goes when i when i start doing it you want to share with us the main reason why you're going back in you told us yesterday i don't know if you want to share on the stream but yeah i had a i have a i have a couple co-workers uh at my office who are musicians and they're kind of always needed drummer so we they have a bassist and a guitarist already and they're you know kind of when i started working there they were like yeah yeah like you know we'd like to jam and it's just just more conversations more conversations so we'll we'll find a way to make it happen right on man yeah man what have you been up to brian who you know i've actually this has been like my busiest week i've had in a while um i guess to start off like had a lot of cool game shit happen in the past week um i guess i'll I'll get through i'll get through Fortnite now just because it's been the hot topic for the internet um this past week they finally uh released their dragon ball tie-in content they got um some cool dragon ball skins and some actually extra content that is very surprising. Um, they made this creative mode where they did a replica of like Bulma's cruise ship from the beginning of uh, Super. And then they randomly picked like five to six episodes of the anime to let just people watch on Fortnite. All that. So you can like load in and then you choose the episode you want to watch and then they have like a big screen that people can watch in. Or if you uh, go into like the square, it goes in like a full screen mode. So no one can like get in front of you and like fuck with you. And that was really cool. And then they made like this big, huge, like replica, like landscape of just uh, a bunch of Dragon Ball locations that people could just walk around and like check out. It was really cool. Um, but the coolest thing Either the coolest thing or the bane of your existence, depending on who you are. Um, so in the game mode, they've added a new we- like item weapon, which is the Kamehameha. So you can pick it up and people can like just leap up in the air and just charge a Kamehameha and shoot fucking beams at people. And it's so fun just because of how destructive it is. And like you can hear it from a mile away because it's cool because they actually... Um, they got like the Japanese voice clip. So whenever mm-hmm. you do it, you hear like the ja- like the Japanese voice of Goku just go like Kamehameha. And then just the beam just shoots. And you can kind of you can kind of angle it, but it's a little hard. But then you just like if someone's like hiding in a house, you just leap up in the air, just blast the fucking house away. It's so much fun. Is it a is it a pretty much like one hit kill kind of thing? No. Um 
if someone's like just standing there and like in the beam, yeah. But like you can, oh, you, okay. can get, you can get clipped, but clipped by it and not die. You know, as long as you're like trying to get out of the way. Um, what if we all they, line up in a line and you like you like raise it up? Are we just incinerated? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but they've also added um, another item. They added the Nimbus Cloud, um, which you can use. That kind of like shoots you up in the air and just like kind of helps you get away. Which, funny enough, you can actually use that in combo so you can like get up higher in the sky so you can have a bird eye view and just blast people from fucking from the sky. Um, nice. But yeah, there's been so many memes of Goku and Fortnite, which is fantastic. Always well done. Um, but yeah, like I'm just really surprised because, <laughs> you know, you know, smash people for so long have been always asking it's like when's goku gonna be in smash when's goku gonna be in smash and for the first game to acquire a dragon ball property to be fortnite like not only do you get to play as like goku or vegeta but you get to play as goku and vegeta with fucking guns (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it's been really fun um and fucking Fortnite's just been on a roll, dude. Because um, even this past week with uh, the Destiny showcase, they put they added Destiny uh, items into the game. So like you can you can play as Commander Zavala, and <laughs> have him do the Kamehameha and fight Darth Vader. You know, it's so. Mm-hmm. Fortnite I saw a TikTok just... about that today, and I, it made zero sense to me. They were like, "Oh my god, it's a TikTok guy," and it was Zavala, and I was like, "What does this mean? It means nothing to me." <laughs> Oh, but uh, it's just Fortnite has just become this entity that is just out of control and nobody wants to control it. And that's perfectly fine. You know, you can have your Gokus and your your Supermans and your Wolverines and your Rick and Mortys and just kind of your Kratos and Kratos, Master Chief, Batman, uh, Spider-Man. It's like it's it's a smorgasbord of just like weird ass IPs all mashed together, um, and it's fun. Venom, Predator, RoboCop, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's 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 been a lot of fun. Um, but that hasn't been the only battle royale that's been catching waves. Um, I've been playing a shit ton of Rumbleverse. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, it, it finally came out. Um, it's another epic uh, published uh, battle royale game that's all based on wrestling. So it's none. It's none of this, uh, you know, shooting from long distance. You actually have to get up and fight people. Um, I believe it's it's like a forty person battle royale, and it's a, it's actually a very decently sized city um, mm-hmm. to play with. But it's all like different kind of um structures that you can kind of play around with and the the battle mechanics are actually very i mean there's always some like polishing to do but like for the most part it plays really well like you have you have your your um your strikes your grapples your supers your um your special moves that you can pick up and learn have your character learn to use um and everything has like a priority list. So like you have to kind of like figure out the matchups and like, you know, it's kind of like a fighting game, but it's not really a fighting game, but it's like, you still kind of have to like, if 
if you know how to play fight games, you kind of have to like play a little footsies and you know just make sure like you know you can figure out your uh, best like opening for like an attack or something like that. And it's so much fun. It's made some for some like crazy ass moments. Like um, like imagine um, you're fighting on top of a skyscraper, right? And then. Like you're fighting, you're fighting with this guy and then it's kind of like back and forth. But then, you know, you finally get the upper hand and then as like you attack him, you like shove them off of the um, of the skyscraper. Right. And then you get that's not where the fight ends, though. You can choose to go after them and jump off the skyscraper, too, and then just land an elbow from on the top. And the farther you drop, the bigger the impact is. And it's fucking insane. And, I've and seen it's people... only and it's only like close combat boxing, essentially, like no guns or like Fortnite. No, it's it's just hand to hand combat. Nice. And of course, like they have they, so you have um, specials that you can pick up, and so like on the map, there's like booklets, like it's kind of like training manuals, right? And it kind of has the same thing where everyone has a different rarity. So it's like you have the the greens, the blues, and the purples. Um. And you can pick them up, and they're different um, moves they can do. Some of them are like strikes, some of them are grapples. And then when you pick them up, some of them have extra properties. Like, um, oh, this one, um, if you hit them, it adds poison damage. Or if you're eight, every hit that you get off of this strike um, gives you a little bit of health back and stuff like that. And um, it's really fun and really silly. Um, there's been times where people have done some of the craziest moves that can almost break the game. Um, so, for example, uh, there are some places like cars and like some other kind of like um, platforms that you can bounce off of, right? Um, well, everybody in the game has like a special, like a, a super gauge, right? And what's nice is that if you fill it up, you can either activate it and it gives you like a special move and it kind of gives you a little bit of health regeneration or you can save it. And if you were to get knocked out, it gives you like an extra chance. So like you res yourself That's and cool. like it gives you a chance to either run away or keep fighting. But if you use the spe- if you use a super, you pick somebody up into like a pile driver position and you launch up in the air doing a spin and you c- kind of have control if you hit a car or something you can bounce off of, it shoots you higher up into the sky. And you could do that like maybe like a maximum of three times, but you keep going higher. And so the higher you go, the more damage you do coming down. And it just it feels so satisfying when it, you get it. And then, yeah, when it gets done to you, it kind of feels shitty. But at the same time, you're like, oh, that was still cool, though. And it's such a fun game. And it's totally it- free. This game isn't just singles, though, right? Like, you can do... It's, like, in teams of three? Um, They have... For right now, they have singles and duos. So you can you can team up with another person. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, I saw um a streamer that I follow uh, was playing it the other day on launch day. And it looked a little silly, but you're saying it's fun? Like, it, it was oh, pretty entertaining? Fun. Yeah, I, I might check it out. I'm on the... Uh, I just booted up the Epic store all my things so i can update fortnite so that i can uh, i've been wanting to play fortnite again since they i think now you can choose a mode like where it's there's no building right dude no build modes is the way to go that's 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 what i'm saying like that's why i stopped playing fortnite because i just could not keep up with the building 
but if I can play it without the building, I'm willing to give it a better shot, you know? Dude, let's team up, squad up, and let's just have some fun. Cause let's do it. Nice. Absolutely. Like and it's cross platform now too, right? Oh yeah. Really? Cross platform, cross progression, like except for your V Bucks, but that's a that's a Yeah, but it's like that's Destiny a service Silver. Issue. That's that's Destiny yeah. Silver. Um, same with uh, Rumbleverse. Day one comes the uh, cross-platform, cross-progression, like nice. all games should nowadays. To be honest, um, I can be yeah. one that doesn't. But yeah, I agree. Like with Fortnite, it's like I was playing it because I had people to play with, so it made the building aspect like a little bit like easier to withstand. But ever since no build mode came out, that's all I play, and it doesn't hinder your progression at all. In fact, that. Uh, Epic has made it actually a lot easier to progress like your battle pass in Fortnite to the point where like you can even do it in creative mode and you can still progress your season. And uh, cool. yeah, we'll spot up. that soul caliber crossover for Rumbleverse coming out. Dude, I, I, Fighter, I play Kombat. nightmare. I play nightmare. It's going to be me as Cervantes throwing people off the map with the, the cheap stab. move. <laughs> gonna be yeah uh, yeah you know video game wise i'm actually i i've decided i'm gonna start a game i'm gonna start um ghost of tsushima Mm. dude i'm excited i gotta tell you like i was just thinking about the other day i was like i didn't i get it for you i don't you did yeah you was like you got it for me listen uh, how long time ago touch ghost of tsushima by the time we get a ps5 i'm just gonna fucking take it and fucking start playing but dude, I've yeah. I've only heard great things about it. So maybe I'll stream it. Maybe I'll maybe oh. I'll and I'll maybe I'll attempt in the stream uh, a stream of this and see how it goes. I'll have to bring my PS5 into my office. But <laughs> hell yeah, that'd be cool. It has a multiplayer mode too. Like it has even like uh some like I heard they put like mechanics in. Like it's not just a straight fight the whole time. Like you're fi- like fighting like oh, mythical yeah, creatures like, and puzzles. Like Ghost of Tsushima Legends, I think it's called. Yeah. It's like a, it was like a free update. Um, but yeah, dude, we'll team up to play some Fortnite. It'll be fun. Yeah, let's do it. Um, oh yeah, should download Rumbleverse. What was, say, what was I gonna say? I just do it right now. <laughs> no, the stream will die. <laughs> no, my like I tried to I I tried to update Fortnite right now, and my computer was like, even though it's, it was like, nope, we're not doing this. It's like I don't want to crash. I don't want to crash my my side of things. So yeah. won't do that. Just a dancing guy comes up during your screen. Oh my god, no. No thanks. Um what else? What else was I gonna there was something else I swear I had on my mind and now I can't remember, so must not be that important. If it comes back, I'll just randomly insert it into this podcast. Like be like wow "Wow with wow with Fernando. Trying to No, I'm not gonna play fucking wow. (laughs) (laughs) Um but yeah, I've been playing that. Um I started playing another game, a Cult of the Lamb. Oh, dude. I saw the trailer for that. It looks hella fun, dude. Okay, so I I played a few kind of like dungeon crawler, like rogue light games in the past. Um, you know they're not my they're not my go to game. Um, but dude, Cult of the Lamb is something special. Um, like Devol- like Devolver Digital, like hasn't been missing that often like as of late and it's great so basically what cult of lamb is in like this like the shortest way i can explain it um it's like a it's a dungeon crawl roguelite 
but also it's a what if Stardew Valley had cults? And so like you become you basically you know get revived by the for most part the, this game Satan for the most part and they instruct you like hey you have to make a cult and you know use your cult to kind of help set me free and shit like that and so it's like you have to go through these dungeons like you save like people and have them join your cult but then you have like a homestead you kind of have to like keep track of and like make sure to take care of them while you're using them to like increase like your power and like your strength to just kind of like do what you need to do and it's actually pretty fun it's very interesting it's a it's a weird take but it's a take that feels like fun you know because yeah i know for me like when i think of like okay you have to take care of this you know little village that you're making for yourself but then you know if the villagers get too hungry, they might start dying on you or like if, you know, you start if you keep failing a lot, you know, some of them might not believe in you anymore and they'll start to get angry at you. You know, um, I don't know. They found a way to make it interesting and fun. And I can't. <laughs> so I was watching uh, oh. the Djibouti show. I don't know if any of you guys watch them at all occasionally. Mm-hmm. So they're playing Cult of the Lamb and oh, okay. they were oh, making nice. their their cultist eat their own shit like <laughs> dude legit there there are some some of your cult members will actually come up to you and it's like hey as a prank can you feed the, like this person like shit and it's like all right if it'll make you like me more sure <laughs> but it's like it's but but it's like mostly roguelike then in the dungeon in the dungeon parts it is dungeon and then you collect so- resources in the dungeon and you bring them back to your camp or whatever yeah, and then you you can like in the dungeons you can also rescue more people to have have them join your cult, and then through them you kind of you know you want to make sure that they're good and they stay alive, but at the same time you want to make sure like in a way they they are also your resource because right. they are they are how you level up and get more powerful um, through like their devotion and and whatnot. Um, and I gotta yeah. ask, have you sacrificed anyone yet? I remember seeing the trailer. You can literally sacrifice like a cult follower to like a god, and that shit made me hell alive. I haven't sacrificed anyone, but I have um I have ascended my first elderly cult member. Because that's the thing. Um your cult your cult members age. And so they get to a point where they get too old to work, and so they kind of they're kind of just there. And you can either sacrifice them or you can send them, which is basically just, you know, sending them to the great beyond kind of thing. Um, but I have done that. I haven't sacrificed anybody. I have two, I have two cult members that are not happy with me. Um, sounds like sacrifice to me. Like I have them imprisoned right now. Um, <laughs> they, they actually, they actually almost threatened, um, my whole my whole cult like because they they almost got my um my faith meter just almost depleted and so i was like okay making a prison you guys are going away that's really funny that's funny but it's it's a lot of fun um it's pretty much available anywhere so you know and it's not full price too right it's like 40 bucks or something no it's like i want to say it's like 25 at the most, that's a good deal. No way. It's a cheap. It's like it's a cheap game, but it's so good. Like, 
honestly, I feel kind of bad for paying that little for this. Don't say that. Crank out some good DLC. I mean, it's one of those games I don't feel like it needs DLC, but I, I'd be welcome to it. <laughs> Cheeky button in, in, in the chest is hashtag cult fam. Hell yeah. Oh, 25 bucks. All right. It's it's really good. I, I'd highly recommend to anybody that just you know wants to have a, a nice you know what else game. Is a, you know what else is a cult game that I've been playing? Animal Crossing. I started playing Animal Crossing oh. a couple of weeks ago. New Horizons yeah. or whatever, the one for the Switch. For the first yeah. time? It's my first uh, first Animal Crossing game ever. Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. Well, damn, dude. How about your village? I don't like the progression. It takes too long. Too much grinding. I feel. I feel but, that. So I go in and money? pick my weeds and leave. <laughs> um. So, question for you guys: Are are both of you guys going to PAX? Are any of you guys going to PAX here in this little trio? I'm Just going to PAX. Brian. Are you excited? It's well, uh, I'm, when is I'm, it? I'm is it this weekend? It's next weekend. Of course, it's Labor Day weekend. It's always Labor Day weekend. What the fuck? Yep. One of these days. I'll be actually um, at the at the recording of this podcast. I will be on a plane um, one week from now, heading to Seattle. Nice. But yeah, um, I will be there. I will be repping uh, United We Nerd. Um, so. On the off chance that anybody listening here is going also going to PAX, uh, you might you know you might run into me, um, which will be cool. Feel free to say hi; it'll be nice to see people that actually listen to this. You know, the, yeah. see the see that people are listening to this. It'll be nice. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. Um, uh, you're gonna you're gonna say something, Joel. Oh, I just I thought maybe you were going this year, Marcelo. Did that change? I, I just, so you plan to. So I have homework for you. Then I really need you to just scope it out for me. Let me know what the vibe was like this year. I think is this the first PAX like post pandemic coming back? No, um, they they opened. They had one last year. Um, ben went with, and mm. from what from what he told me, um, last year it was very small because not a lot of. Um, game studios went yeah a lot of indie a lot of indies went so it was like a lot smaller kind of version of packs than it normally is um this year there are definitely more people going but not everyone is gonna be there um as as far as i know right now i don't think microsoft is there i don't think sony's there i don't even think capcom's there either but like there there are some people there nintendo's gonna be there because i mean they're based in Seattle, so or they're based in Washington, so. Um, Washington. But yeah, um, as far as I know, um, Washington is still very, um, their mandates are still very, um, you know, not strict, but they're in well placed, and everybody has to wear a mask in in the venue. Yeah, you know, doing that thing. So I'll I'll keep you I'll keep you updated how it is. Um, yeah, let me know. And and this is literally for professional reasons. <laughs> we had we had had a conversation about it just because we were at PAX East this year, and it was amazing. Yeah, apparently we had an amazing time. So just kind of want to run it back because okay. I'd be willing to make the sacrifice to go up to Seattle for Labor Day weekend next year. You know. Oh yeah, dude! Like oh, shit, both of you going now. I have to go. I can't not go. Both of you guys going. Yeah, we'll I have mean, to plan it out. I mean, Joel, I mean, Joel, like 
we both have been there before and pax has always been so fun that was before the pandemic i was like taken aback by how many people were there were and for me you know big time lover of games it's just like wow this is literally it like i you know it was great and lots of great cosplays so yeah my next i'll be at twitchcon this year so i don't know if any of you guys had planned to go to twitchcon but i'll be at twitchcon i i kind of wanted to go but i don't like financially i was trying to like see if i could do it but you know i've i've been going to pax for the past few years before pandemic so i was just like if i'm gonna my first convention back after like pandemic like i'm gonna go to pax i'm gonna go to pax west just remember just just get your ticket and then you can stay with me san diego this year yeah it's yeah. in san diego because i we we'll talk about so. this brian we'll figure it out we'll talk about it we'll, we'll see we'll see we'll see what happens um but yeah i'm excited for pax it's gonna be cool um i'm trying to think of like what i'm excited for um the pokemon company is going to be there for i think the first time in a while um you know because scarlet and violet's coming out but they're actually mm-hmm. going to be doing some tcg stuff there too which is cool interesting um Trading card. yeah because uh pokemon does this thing called um um like play pokemon or pokemon play um don't don't burn me in the comics um but basically like it's a little little section that they have where they actually teach people how to play the game and it's cool is that they they give you like a deck to play with and they, they actually let you keep it afterwards so that's really cool i might check that out just to kind of see you know what's there what's going on um do you think if i brought my mcdonald's pokemon cards people would take me seriously yes i mean some people might be jealous i don't know well we'll see oh my god can we can we talk about that real quick um yeah man of course so what about was it thing we hate pokemon last year they they did a thing with mcdonald's you know for the 25th anniversary and shit went crazy at mcdonald's yeah um, and so of course uh they're doing it again this year uh having pokemon cards and like happy meals and shit like that so far i haven't heard too much egregious shit Compared to how it was before, but I had heard some funny ass stories though. Um, apparently, I forget where exactly, but there have been some reports about some some adults, um, you know, trying to get some happy meals with the cards inside. Um, and there's been reports that um, actually a few, which is kind of funny, of people getting not Pokemon cards, but Space Jam Legacy Toys. <laughs> <laughs> probably the backstop because they probably ran out of like Pokemon cards and yeah. stuff. Because nobody fucking cared about Space Jam Legacy. A movie that came out in 2021. <laughs> what was wrong with Space Jam Legacy? It was a movie. It was a movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. The... the I want you to really quick before we move on. I want you to try to take a guess at how many times I have seen Space Jam Legacy. Of your own volition, zero. Because of your children, probably twenty. I'll say three. Twenty. At least. I mean, you have kids, so I mean, yeah. it's kind of a given. 
I you, seen... if you come home after work, you're like, you know what really helped me with my day today? <laughs> like, you know what I need to do to unwind after this hot day? I need a, I need a, I need a, I need a shot of whiskey and LeBron James <laughs> and Bugs Bunny and Jane and uh, uh, oh God, what, what was his name? Don Cheadle? No, is that his name? Yeah, right. Yeah, Don Cheadle. Yeah. You mean algae rhythm? Algae rhythm. <laughs> you know, if if you're tired, if you're tired of hanging out with Bugs Bunny, there's always the people from Clockwork Orange there, or uh, Pennywise. Yeah, or the Ice King. <laughs> Oh God! Anyways, uh, let's, that was a move. Let's press on. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I I said my piece um, the last time we talked about this. Um, but you know, I was like, I understand. You know, Pokemon is popular. Pokemon cards are popular, and I understand that people want to get like a, you know, a happy meal because that's you know, because trading cards are for everybody. You know. So I understand. Mm. Only children. But, but it's it's the people that like literally go to McDonald's and like they buy like seven Happy Meals for themselves. Yeah. It's like I have seven or, kids, bro. What do you what if you what what what? Like, <laughs> I have seven kids, man. Or like the people that try to just buy them off of like the McDonald's. It's like, okay, bro, you know. Obviously you kind of miss the demographic of a happy meal. I know. feel like Back in the day, you used to be able to just go and buy the toy for like a dollar fifty or something like that. They would just literally oh, yeah. sell you a Happy Meal yeah, toy. I so I mean, shit, McDonald's kept Beanie Babies alive longer than they should have. What's wrong with Beanie Babies? Well, have I told you my Beanie Baby story? Yes. I, uh, I, I, actually, I, don't, I don't think I don't think I've heard it. All right, so I'm going to tell you this Beanie Baby story. So I had a collection of Beanie Babies. Um, I still do. I mean, I mean they're not mine as, anymore. As as a '90s kid does, they're not mine anymore. They've my kids have consumed everything. Um, <laughs> so for twenty five years, however however long I've had them for, they were like in mint. I mean, I'm talking about mint condition tags oh. on because we all knew that the tags were the value. That's where the value was at, <laughs> right? So, my kids start playing with them. And I'm like, all right, whatever. This is cool. I'm not tripping. Whatever. They can play with it. But all of a sudden, the tags end up separated from my Beanie Babies. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And the heartbreak. Years, 20 years of preservation, waiting for that value to come back up and make me a millionaire. (laughs) Gone. So I have I have two Beanie Babies that are intact left. I have uh, the the 2000 Y2K red, white and blue bear. Right. Yeah. And so what's one day and, and I like I like so one day I'm sitting on my couch in my living room and my son comes from the back of the house and he's like he has like the tag and the bear and he's like trying to separate them. And he's like, can you take this off? And I was like, no, it's <laughs> And he now belongs on the shelf. I'll have, I'll save one. There's still hope for them. He's going to remember that for years. And one day he's going to be like, 
Fuck you, hey, dad. dad. Check, check this out. Go card, dad. Think about your beanie baby. Yeah. <laughs> yep. God. Anyways, fucking beanie babies. <laughs> oh. Um. But yeah. Um. As you far know, as game set. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh no. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna transition from gaming stuff and talking about some um, actual things I watched. Um, I went to go see the Dragon Ball superhero movie um, this past weekend, and boy, did I have a good time. <laughs> um, Marcelo, I yes. remember the last time we had a review, um, talk, talk some shit about a certain theater location. I would just like to let you know that um, the the San Mateo Century is a very choice. That's, AC where, we saw, that's, that's where, where we saw Morbius at. Of course, it's the best one. Yeah. Had the AC, had the nice <laughs> recliner seats. Yeah. All, saw, good. Nope. All good. From now on, if we go to a movie, we're either going to San Mateo. I, I never want to go to Tam. I don't care what anybody says. I never want to go back to Tam Friend again. Like it's closer for me, I'm not complaining. It, yeah, I would rather make the longer drive to get to your place than to ever have to step into that grimy, nasty, dirty, hot, shitty movie theater ever again. Like, no, you couldn't pay me to go there. You couldn't pay me to go there anymore. It was every experience that I've had post pandemic. It's like you know what, and I think here's what here's what it is for me. Let me let me go. Let me get on my soapbox here. I live really fucking far from you guys. True. I don't get a lot of opportunity to come out and experience these movies with you guys. I would appreciate like a, a good experience. And the whole time I'm just there sweating balls, like so <laughs> uncomfortable. The audio, like, and, and I mean, you guys know me. I'm very particular with like audio. I like audio to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. And, it sounds like the speakers are dying the whole fucking movie. <laughs> I just can't handle it, guys. This is this is it for me. Put your foot down. I, I am a. I will be the first person to say I am a bougie bitch, and I will pay for <laughs> premium comforts when I can. Right. So mm. I will pay for a Sinopolis when when the movie costs thirty bucks just for you to sit in the fucking movie theater or whatever. You know. I will say that. I will pay for it. I will say that I saw Sonic 2 at a Sinopolis and it was actually pretty fucking sweet. And yeah, it actually see? and it actually wasn't that expensive. Like the tickets were, you know, like if you went to like an XD theater at, you know, and Century. That's fine. I don't give a fuck. I'll pay 50 bucks as as long as I can. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just not like I like to be comfortable and I would I would pay premium prices for it and just and I am a bougie bitch, and I like my comforts. And that movie theater is no longer. It makes me miss the South City one that was across the street from it, with that the thing, broken ass. The, that thing is gone. But I think they they leveled that shit, finally. After years of doing nothing with it. Yeah, yeah. So just you know those are just my my two cents on on never having to return to that movie theater and that i would rather make an extra longer drive for uh for you guys 
because I love you. 10, 15 minutes away. Yeah, it's not a big deal. We all drive. We all have yeah. jobs. We can afford some gas, maybe. I mean, I got a hybrid, so. I have a hybrid, too. Brian. <laughs> yeah, I'm just about to finish paying this motherfucker off. I don't need, I don't need car payments for a while. Hold the on. Tesla's coming. Dude, if I could, if I could afford a Tesla, I still wouldn't buy one. <laughs> I'm over here like I can't wait to get rid of this fucking car. First, we're gonna buy a house, and then we're gonna upgrade to a to the Rivian. We've decided. I'm just gonna go buy a Rivian. Looks nice, I gotta say. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm thinking about getting the SUV, but it's like it's a lot. Ninety thousand dollars. Yep, it's a lot of money. It's, it's it's fully electric though, right? Yeah, looking yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. It's but it's a lot of money. Unless yeah. Rivian wants to sponsor me. Hey Rivian, I drive like two hours every day for work. I'm happy to slap it. I'm happy to rep. I'm yeah, dude, we nerd sponsored by Rivian. Yeah, dude, that was the voices. Sp- speaking of electric cars, I actually saw the electric Mustang the other day. Oh. That's another car I'm thinking about buying too. If I don't get one, I'm probably gonna get the the Mach-E. It looks nice. Yeah, it's sweet. It looks sweet. It's like you you have to like for a second you kind of like look at it and I'm like is that a Mustang? And then like you 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 see the horse and like oh shit okay, but yeah I mean it looks it looks pretty sweet. I have no idea how it runs. <laughs> but, good. I mean apparently from what I've seen it all runs really well. So that's good. But um, but yeah I I am not I'm not in the market for a new vehicle. Hopefully. For a while, yeah. yeah let's hope. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. So what else have you watched? Super. You just so, gonna talk so, about Dragon Ball Z movie? Oh yeah. So, so I saw Superhero. I personally, I, I've I've talked to some other people that kind of had mixed feelings, but I personally really loved the movie. Um. It. It's kind of interesting. It's. It's their first like fully CG like Dragon Ball movie. Um they but they stylized it with having some 2D animation kind of like on top layered of the on CG. It. Yeah, it's layered on. Made for some stunning visuals. Um there's actually some points in the movie where it's hard to tell that it's a CG like animation. So it, it was really I thought it was cleaned up really nice. Um it's a Piccolo and Gohan movie. So you only really see Goku and Vegeta for like a scene. And spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it. Um, there is also a post credit scene. This is the movie that just solidifies the fact that Piccolo is Gohan's true dad, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> like, I don't want to like spoil it for anybody that actually wants to see it. But like... The whole point of this movie is like it's a mixture of like Stella got her groove back um, <laughs> and like you know just like some kind of like feel good like father and son movie um, like what's, it, what's really interesting is that Piccolo for the, for the majority of the movie is like the protagonist like the movie follows him a lot and it's really cool to actually see him interact with like the world more and kind of like him interacting with like people a little bit like a lot of characters do 
different things and like new things that they haven't really done before, but it's nothing agrees. It like feels right for their characters to do. Um, they made Gohan look like a badass again, which is great. Um, there's some new techniques shown off in this movie, um, in the finale, which is really cool. Um, but of course, the whole idea is that Piccolo is kind of trying to bring out Gohan's full potential, right? And so, you know, in the climactic finale, you know, who who to bring out Gohan's full potential than Piccolo, you know? So it's, it was just a really good, there was a lot of, a lot of kind of like small little throwbacks to like old Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, which is really nice, really appreciated. Um, they did a really cool thing where um, all the flashbacks were done in new 2D animation. So we got to see a lot of old characters and like fresh new 2D, which is really sick. Because um, did we get to see Yamcha get his ass kicked in new 2D? No Yamcha. They, they they strictly kind of kept the cast very narrow for this movie because they really their goal was to really focus on Gohan and Piccolo because they've been shafted for so long and like fans have been waiting for like them to get like you know their their time to shine and they do shine in this movie a lot. Um. <laughs> Is this the movie? Did they age up uh, Goten and Trunks in this? Yes. Yeah, so in the timeline, this is this is three years after the Tournament of Power. Oh, sick! That's sick. Okay. So yeah, it's it's a little aged up. Um, ben in the chest says Goku is borderline the <laughs> went out for milk dad. <laughs> <laughs> He totally it's like, is. It's like, hey, Gohan, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go train on Beerus's planet for like three months. <laughs> I'll see you later. Now for, for Majibu's chocolate. Oh, um, but yeah, it's. I can't wait for this to come on Blu-ray because I'm gonna be watching it like so much. Um, um, I know, like I've, you've seen Broly, and hell yeah. I kind of don't want to compare the two because they're so different. Um, like the animation style for Broly is fantastic in its own way. And out of the, out of the new movies, like Broly had like the best action, but I want to say for overall, just kind of like story and feel like superhero, I think takes it for me at least like, the, uh, I like, I literally had some like, I had to kind of like stop myself from laughing out loud moments. Really? Yeah. It, uh, I mean, good shit. I don't know if you're going to go into spoilers or anything, but like I said, you know, TikTok ruins everything for me. So it's like, I saw a couple mm -hmm. funny scenes with that involved some characters. And I was like, Oh, that's cute. I, I like that. I like the little nod to like old episodes and kind of fuck ups and stuff from that people have done before. And mm -hmm. um, I told you uh, that the action I think that's what I I think the action scenes uh hold up better in this type of animation style uh than I feel like maybe dialogue scenes. I think I think maybe in a dialogue scene it just seems too like video game cutscene-ish. I don't know. I that's kind of how I saw it though. Um What I think is interesting is that at least for this movie, I felt like the dialogue scenes actually outshined the action. 
Really? Interesting. They okay. they went above and beyond to like take super delicate care about how they tell the story. And like like I said, like I said before, like the characters were like, you know, interacting in ways they really haven't before. So it just made for like such an intriguing like watch. Because like people that grow up with these characters for, since their childhood, you know, Dragon Ball is a very simplistic kind of show. Like you, you kind of know what you expect for watching anything Dragon Ball related. So it was kind of nice to kind of get something different, you know, you know, you know, different style, you know, more character related, you know, interactions and like actually being able to like throw back to the past and like bring that forward. And of course, when the action comes around, it's sick as fuck, especially in this art style. Oh, my God. I. Who. There there are some scenes where it's just like I think it even blows like. Most modern anime movies out of the water. Just have how it, how it looks like not even like Dragon Ball, just like anime in general. Wow. Yeah. So I praise anybody was on the fence about seeing superhero, you know, Give it a shot. If you can see it in the theater, do it because, you know, when we were growing up, like anime movies, you know, you were lucky if they got sent to stores and VHS and, and like DVD. But now, like, we've been consistently getting more and more anime movies in theaters and having a, a feed like a theatrical run, you know, so, you know, support, you know, show show them that like we want to see these in theaters because i superheroes i think deserves to be watching theaters and i will i will will leave it there cool um were you gonna say marcelo no no i mean I'm, i'm excited to see it i'll catch it eventually um yeah no uh it's like i said the the animation style is really interesting story was pretty interesting i like that they kind of progressed pushed it forward a little bit and i i just like how like uh virus and the other characters are they're just there now they just hang out now like they're just a part mm-hmm. of the whole the whole universe and i just think that's really funny because he doesn't do anything he's just <laughs> fucking lazy <laughs> but i guess that's that's what it's like being a god he's a cat man so yeah of course yeah. he's lazy oh that's true i didn't think about that um but uh, you know what movie we all saw right is it time? I think it's time. Um, for anybody uh, that's watching or listening right now, um, we are about to get into our prey spoiler cast. Um, of course, if you haven't watched it yet, go watch it. If you have Hulu, if you don't borrow it from somebody, go take a watch on it and then come back here to listen to what we think about it and maybe leave your thoughts in the comments. Let us know how you feel. Um, for anyone uh, leaving right now, uh, thank you for you know listening and watching so far. Of course, Woo! be able to follow us anywhere on the internet. Um, but yeah, for everybody that's staying, it is now time to jump into the spoilers for Prey. Hey Marcelo, how about how about you take us take us through this? adventure hold up really quick before he even goes there oh i watched prey Marcel's always on me about watching shit right he's like you need to watch this this and that i was like 
motherfucker, I just saw Prey, and you gotta watch this. He's like, you didn't watch this and that. It's like, all right, if you don't watch Prey, you can't tell me to watch shit anymore. And boy, did he watch it in less than 48 hours, just want to say. So... <laughs> Put that Nothing like a good spite no, he, watch. No, literally, he's like, if you don't watch it before my parents watch it, like you can't talk shit anymore. I started watching it the minute he said it. I was like, yeah. all right, <laughs> we'll do it now. And but it was see, worth it, wasn't it? Take us away. See, no, no, no. But see, this is the type of respect I want. You know, when I say, "Hey, Joel, check this out," <laughs> don't brush it under the rug. Pick up your damn don't, phone. I just open just the Hulu app. Making my way like a turtle. No, 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 no. no. Finally got to Ted Lasso. That shit's great. After three fucking years, okay. Oh, okay, calm down, calm down, bitch. I ask you to watch one thing, he gets all bent out of shape. Okay, I'm just, I'm just Fair trying enough, to prove. Though. I'm just trying to prove a point. He has proven his point, though. He has. Good. I'm glad right. it's been proven. Yeah. Just wanted to put that on record for our, our funsies. All right, Marcelo. Start with you. You're so, very particular with movies. So, pray. Oh, yes. Twenty-two movie Hulu exclusive. Um, when I originally saw this, I had no fucking idea it was a Predator movie. I oh, didn't really? realize, I, I, not, not, no clue. Wow. I, um, I didn't realize it was a Predator movie until I saw the review for the movie from Red Letter Media. I was oh, like, interesting. I was like, this is a fucking Predator movie? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and, um, so yeah, so... Uh, amazing movie uh, I really enjoyed this one Really I think for me The biggest selling point for this movie Was the practical suit uh, yeah. that, that predator suit yeah. Was a full practical suit Yeah um, good too And it was just Really well done The time period was really great um, Interesting to see The dynamic um, in uh, Of the characters With each other and also, this movie was like super short. Like it's a super quick watch. Mm-hmm. It's like an it, hour and a half. It didn't. It didn't feel necessary to just fill it in with a bunch of random shit. Like they they really just got down to like what this movie is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and you know, like for it to end the way it ended though was interesting. You know, they're sitting around and there's like a space capsule and the suit comes out and the guy's like, "I hope this comes into forty too long." And it was just. Like, boom, what a way to end a movie. No, no, nothing. Okay, I'm not going to acknowledge that. No, I'm not going to no. leave. I'm going to let that die. I'm going to let that die. No. You, took me a sec- you took me a second. You fucking got me. I'm going to let it die. That right, was a movie, wasn't know. it? Boy, was that a movie. That was a movie. For those who don't know, we're talking about uh, the Predator movie that came out. Uh, what like five years ago now I don't know a while ago it was 2018 Danny McBride produced it didn't we see that in theaters we did and we We saw early together we made an effort to go see that movie within like the opening weekend we did anyways let's go back to the good movie Prey (laughs) so yeah no I mean what did you guys think I really enjoyed it Uh, of course the music uh was telling me the music composer was that you brian yesterday yes talk so, to me about it so this this film was excellently scored um if i can find it because i don't want i want to give this person like praise let's see Credit where credits do so um sorry if i butcher the name but uh 
the composer was uh, Sarah Schachner. Looks like Schachner or Schachner. I don't know. Maybe. I'm very sorry, but for people that don't know her work, she has done she's done you know other movies and shows like that. Um, she's done some video games. For for me, importantly, she's done a few Assassin's Creed games, notably uh, Black Flag and Origins, which is, are two of my favorite games. And which is really funny because I should not, guys, when I was watching it over the weekend, I started listening to the music and I was like, oh, this music's tight. And I was like, it's it reminds me of Black Flag. And I was like, that's that's so weird. And it's like, it's like I don't know why. And then I looked it up and I was like, sure enough, you know, she did some work for Assassin's uh, Creed 4. And I was like, makes for perfect fucking sense. Movie had a very good score, I, I believe. Um but overall, like the movie itself is just like fantastic. Um, you know, it's a interesting setting. You know, they're bringing it, they're bringing it way back into like the 1700s. Um, you know, it's um, basically like a predator comes down to Earth. You know, finds like the tribe of Comanche, and I believe this place was set in like Oklahoma, somewhere in Oklahoma. Um, but um yeah it was just a i thought it was a beautiful movie um did they explain or did we get any type of context of what the predator was doing there was he just there to fuck around and find so, out or so for the predator series the alien race um mm-hmm. of the predators um they're very much like warrior kind of race and they they always kind of like look for the biggest prize and so it's very much in their culture to you know as a way of kind of like showing one's you know worth or just kind of like even like going through a kind of like a trial of you know of combat kind of thing um they'll get sent to some random planet um and then their goal is that they have to find the most deadliest predator on the planet and they have to beat it and then that's when they like rip out the spine and stuff and they have like their trophy, you know, of their kill. And so basically what this from what I read about this movie is that the predator that we see, um, I believe it was called the um the feral predator, um is was most likely a younger predator that was had going through their trial. And so their trial was that they had to go to Earth and find the deadliest predator. And, you know, as the movie goes on, you kind of find out he probably, um, you know, he found he found the most deadliest predator. It's not the person that, you know, you probably were thinking of. Um, but, yeah, it's it's very interesting because out of all like the like the horror, like slasher kind of like, you know, movie villains. um. The Predator is like the only one that actually has like a code of armor, like code of honor. Because the Predator doesn't just go around killing whatever it wants. It kills what it perceives as a threat or what it perceives as, you know. Like you're like, comparing it to things like xenomorphs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Where like those people, they'll just kill whatever they, they see. But like Predators themselves, they like if you don't pose a threat to them, they kind of just like don't care about you. You know, a little bit. All right. You know, unless if it, unless if you prove that you're a threat, 
Mm-hmm. That then they'll come after you, but you know they're they're kind of they're trying to look for the biggest the you know the the biggest like game, in a way you know. Yeah, um, like I said, I mean, it was what was great about the movie was its simplicity, right? There wasn't a lot of complicated really? character arcs. There wasn't. It was very much you could sit there, understand the plot, watch it, enjoy it, process it. There wasn't a ton of like twists and turns it was like like the main character's like i want to like i want to fuck shit up like i want to prove myself like i want to be able to prove that i can like take care of you know of of our group and 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 it's essentially like that's what the predator's also trying to do right the predator's also trying to prove itself so it's like two of them going at it for you know 45 minutes um nice duality yeah, great duality. And the whole time uh, I was like watching this and I was like, is she like, this is like a video game. She's like leveling up like she gets her axe <laughs> and then she gets the axe on the rope and then she gets a gun and then she gets predator weapons. And it's like a whole fucking like tier tiered upgrade. Right. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this is sick. Like, I always love a good predator weapon. That's my favorite. This is why I like the predators are like some of my favorite like movie not, I mean, villain, I guess villain, fine, fuck it, whatever, we'll call him a villain. Like but a monster the, of the week, essentially. Yeah, I guess, but it's, it's the gadgets. Even mm-hmm. even though, like, this Predator's gadgets are even primitive for it, for themselves, like, it's still really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, the mask was primitive, you know, it was sick. It was sick. I always loved Predator. Always with the iconic, like, face reveals, you know, shit like that mm-hmm. is always cool. How about um, you, Joel? What, what were you, oh, were you gonna add? No, on no, to... go ahead, Joel. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, what were your first um, impressions? Uh, again, like I heard, like Marcel's like, "Prey, what's so good about Prey?" And people are like, mm-hmm. "Oh, it's a fucking Predator movie." I was like, "A Predator movie?" Like, you know, there's some that are entertaining. I wouldn't say good, and you know, I watched this with the Comanche dub, and it was, it it yeah. elevates the franchise, and it brings it to a new level. You know, it's, I would say it's campy, the series, right? So it's enjoyable. You know what you're getting. It's fun. There's some good twists here and there, um, but not, you know, you can kind of see them coming my way. But this is like, wow, you know, like Marcel's thing, straight to the point, you know, easy to digest, simple, but just executed very well. And again, we see like both hunters trying to prove themselves and just the reveals, how they do is just amazing, showing how strong the predator is taking on what it thinks is the strongest creature in the land. And it's crazy because how they do the fights too, the choreography, it's, you know, you expect, you know, everyone to be creative and think, you know, clearly and, and be uh, intuitive kind of, but it's just how they show uh, Naru, if hopefully I'm pronouncing your name right, like think about how to take on the predator with her multiple encounters and then how the predator thinks to attack different creatures as well. And it was just super fresh, and it's just really cool. And it just blew me away how how good it was. You know, I was just like, "Wow, is this this is where we're going with this?" Like, I didn't expect this movie to be that good. And of course, they throw it back to the other movies too, in great ways too. Yeah, and of course, iconic lines they throw in, and but perfect timing, right? There's a movie Marcelo talked about that doesn't exist anymore, but uh, they <laughs> they have a line that was done really badly. Um, they say get to the choppers and it's like a joke, but 
uh, in this movie, there's a good like ode to like the first movie, and it's like bam, just sets off the scene. And again, like of course, like the Predators advance with the technology, really cool, but it's still you know tuned back because it's primitive. But just seeing it, like it's doing like really cool things, like it's a simple shield, but it's like cutting through like the hardest rock and stuff. And tra- so there's still some tracking going on. It's it's really cool, and I really enjoyed it. I just I didn't expect it to be that good and awesome honestly I, I think one of my favorite parts of this movie is uh that bear almost fucks him up man oh yeah that was <laughs> that, shit, that, that scene was sick like i i heard some people like complaining about like the cg animals but i was like oh but come okay. on you're, you're seeing the predator the, yeah. fucking fight a grizzly come on <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's <laughs> that can't be practical right uh, that was probably that I will agree that was probably my biggest issue with the movie was that the the animals were a little crusty, a little <laughs> underdeveloped. I feel like it could have used a little bit more, but I'm sure the budget for this movie was small. I, what, what, I mean, what do you what do you mean? I assume I can just look. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I have it I have already. Sixty five oh, million. It's a small budget. Oh wow. Okay. Modest. Yeah. It's a modest budget. You know, when you for think 65, about... it's actually not bad. Yeah. No, no, no. But, you know, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, you got to pick and choose. Like, yes, the animal CGI was still bad. But it didn't distract too much for the overall movie. Like, the wolves were a little crusty. The bear was crusty. But I guess I enjoyed the movie so much that it, that I can overlook that and just be like, eh, yep. whatever. Fuck it. Some mm-hmm. of, it's just a movie. Like, mm-hmm um for sure but Um, like what was what was really crazy though is that a lot of the other like they were actually able to keep up with the predator even with the bows and tomahawks and stuff like that even though he had like a more advanced weaponry like he still got fucked up by other people in that tribe like Mm -hmm. in in the scene towards the end of the movie at the camp like he's getting fucked up pretty good you know Oh, for sure. And it's, it's just really interesting to see. Cause like, like you said before, it's like, even the, even the predator himself is still primitive compared to what we've seen the predator, you know, mm. throughout the entire franchise. Mm. But even still, he has like some of the most coolest gadgets. Um, like, uh, shoot. It was a scene where he was fighting all of those, um, French kind of like hidesmen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he started, you know, tapping on his wristband. And it's like, of course, for me, I thought like, oh, shit, you know, what's he going to do? And then he just yeah. drops his gauntlet and it does start starting the beep thing. It's like, you know, Joel, you know, and Marcel, I think, you know, it's like the first thing you probably thought of was like, is he fucking said that off the dead? Yeah. 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 But then it does. But then it does a swerve, um, you know these like three like discs start floating out of it and then what it does it just does some like concussive bursts and it's just like oh shit that's actually pretty cool it's like so it's giving us some nostalgia but at the same time it's twisting it and like showing us something new and different which is nice Mm -hmm. um boy i really did appreciate um joel you mentioned this a little bit ago, but the fact that they actually went for it and they made a Comanche dub yeah. for this movie. That, I mean, I, I don't know about you, Marcel, but th- that's the first way I watched it. I, I turned on the Comanche dub the first time. 
because of how I watched it, I had to have uh, the English, like the original English language on, mm. uh, just because I there was moments where I had to like look away. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go back and watch it when I when I can like sit down and like dedicate an hour and a half just to be mm. able to straight and watch it in Comanche. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's. I mean, it's probably the first time that something like that's happened. Uh, nice to see a little bit of yeah. representation. And, like, it was done with, uh, I felt like, and, you know, I could be totally fucking wrong and speaking for out of place, but I felt like it was done really respectfully. Um, they really honored mm-hmm. the culture and the, and, and kind of the history. Um, yeah, I, I, so, like I said, I don't have too many complaints about this movie. This is a solid action horror mm-hmm. movie. So I want I want to give a little bit of fun facts um, that I learned. Um, I mean, this one is obvious, um, but the entire cast of the movie, you know, well, besides like the the French and the, I think I believe the person who played the the predator, but you know, everybody that was Comanche or was in Comanche in the movie was all indigenous people, which is fantastic, really cool. Um, I could be wrong. But from what I've read, apparently this entire movie was filmed on actual like a Comanche reservation. Cool. Oh, that's cool. So this was like done on like you know sacred like Comanche land, which is actually really cool that they you know they got the permission and they're able to kind of you know film it respectfully. Um, and um, but yeah, you know, it's cool that we're actually starting to get stuff like this. Because, you know, it's it's not every day that, you know, especially like nowadays, we're getting so much more movies with representation for like multiple different cultures. Mm-hmm. So it is is it kind of it's interesting that we're getting it out of like a Predator movie. Yeah. Um, but it's still really cool that we're actually getting to see like actual like indigenous representation in like a movie and have it be so successful. You know, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's on Hulu. But, you know, like this movie is actually really good. <laughs> and so yeah. it'd be it'd be Very cool. Strong. It'd be cool to see, like, if if this is where they want to take the franchise, where it's like, OK, pick a time period and then drop a predator in and just see what happens. Kind of deal. That'd be kind of cool um, to go to how you said, Marcella, where you weren't expect you didn't know that this was a predator movie. Apparently, according to to the director um who was dan trachtenberg yeah he did uh he did a uh, 10 cloverfield lane if you watch that one i didn't and some episodes um, of the boys as well oh yep. okay mm-hmm. so apparently before you know covid happened apparently the idea was that they were going to market this movie you know as just some kind of like coming of age kind of you know, indigenous movie. And then they're going to surprise people that it was in fact a predator movie when it released. So like people were not going to find out that it was a predator movie until they went to see it. It's like that, that was his original, that was his original plan. And so of course, you know, pandemic happened. And then, so, you know, things had to change and they, you know, it ended up getting advertised as a predator movie, but still like, Fuck, imagine that experience. You don't get that experience that in theaters. That, that would have been sick. 
that right. would be sick. Uh, but yeah, this this movie was really cool. Um, a lot a lot of interesting um, you know takes. I thought uh, the the actor who played um, Naru did a fantastic job. She mm-hmm. was really cool. She was really good. Um, also, the actor that played her brother, um, Tabe, Tabe, um, this was his first role ever. This is this that was his first time oh. acting, and <laughs> that's he, solid. He fucking did yeah. a great job, I think. Um, but yeah, I thought the character of Naro was really cool because it kind of was a different perspective because usually for movies like this it's like very stereotypical to be like oh you know this person wants to be a warrior and so you know this movie is going to you know make them become like this mighty warrior and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like just make it very like streamlined like okay you know you, you can do it whatever you want but what i loved is that she became the great warrior that she wanted to be but in in her own way you know, it wasn't through being like a skilled, you know, fighter, you know, like or a, like a just a fucking killer. You know, she she used her skills to her advantage and that made her end up winning the day where she's, you know, she's a really good tracker. She knows how to like craft, you know, traps and things like that. And like she was able to um, be very like observant of like what's going on and then use that to her advantage later in the movie. And so it made it for a very like really well-paced, like kind of like rise to greatness, which you don't really get to see, especially in like, you know, like thriller kind of like slasher movies like this. You don't really get to see that. Cause usually it's just like big guy with gun, you know, starts losing fight. But then one of them's like, ah, I'm going to use a bigger gun, and then you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I, and, <laughs> I mean, no, no discredit. Like the first Predator movie was great; and it was fun. But like this was very different. But it's something I think that the series needed. It was, it, yeah. I mean, and it was probably just because it was so refreshing. You know, it's not wasn't like a bunch of buffed up dudes with big fucking machine guns, like just like giving it all they have and shooting yeah. at, you know, it wasn't anything like that. It was a little bit more, uh, a little bit more, um, what's the word? Uh, yeah, it was just a little bit more refined. Like it took mm-hmm. actual, not, it took like skill. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys watch the end credits? Oh, like the tapestry stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I did. Did you guys actually go back and rewatch and pay attention to it, though? No, I pay. I paid attention. Yeah. You're talking about the last, the last tapestry. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where all the predators come in and fuck shit up, anyways. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, for people that are familiar with the Predator franchise, you know, you see a familiar item from Predator Two. Mm-hmm. One one flintlock pistol, um, mm-hmm. show up in this movie, and so, you know, you have to think from Naro having this pistol to the point where one predator is giving it to fucking um, Donald Glover, Danny Glover, or Danny Glover. Sorry, I always keep I always keep fucking that up. I don't know why. 
Um, but Danny Glover, it's like something had to fucking happen. <laughs> yeah, they got it from somewhere. Yeah, I actually uh, watched Predator Two for the first time recently. Um, oh. It's pretty goofy. Um, yeah, people campy. gave it a lot. People gave it a lot of shit when it came out. Yeah. it's not. A, it's not a great sequel. Set in it's was filmed in 1990, but it's set in 1997. So that's how you know it's the future. But, um, it's pretty goofy, campy. I don't think they knew what they wanted to do with it, but the ending, the ending was something because, of course, uh, Danny Glover beats the Predator, and he thinks he's good, but then all these Predators come out, reveal themselves. They're like, yo. But then they, you know, game recognizes game. Give him the flitlock. So that was, you know, nice little ode, too. Also, I saw uh, rewatch AVP, (laughs) Alien vs. Predator, the first one. Um, I remember it being, like, stupid campy and, like, kind of terrible it was entertaining I say, it was serviceable Ray made me want to go back and, and you know sarah was curious too and she was like yeah we already saw avp let's watch avp requiem which i will not ever recommend to any requiem was bad oh, requiem, the first one was good requiem oh, was bad uh predators was good i enjoyed yeah. predators it's dated it now there's definitely some 2010 comments that are 2010. Yeah, Adrian Brody. I think Adrian Brody deserved a sequel for that movie. Oh yeah, I think so too. We got Um, we got a fucking samurai fight with the Predator, but the Predator was not. No, no. I did not want to see him put that suit on again. (laughs) Oh God, I forgot about that line. God damn it! I'll never forget (laughs) that line. (laughs) This will come in handy later. It's like, how do you end a movie like that, bro? <laughs> hey, they had big hopes and dreams, man. Like, that's the one they were They weren't to... deserved, but they were big hopes and dreams. <laughs> yeah. uh, I gotta bad. say, though, um, as far as recognizing this movie, it's like sci-fi horror, and I think it deserves way more... That, you know, people are gonna overlook it for that reason, but I think... Yeah, because I mean, that more by higher people, like... It's, it's, not market, it's not being marketed as a sci-fi horror movie at all. Uh, there's very little actually marketing to it, you know, and you have yeah. to have a Hulu account here in the States. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think definitely that's where it kind of locks, you know, it kind of locks some people out from being able to enjoy this movie, but mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll have it for sale soon. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, great movie, good action, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. practical predator suit is always a win like that's an automatic like boost right there because they do yeah, it yeah. so well like the behind the scenes stuff for this movie is sick like you know because he operates the jaws and oh, you know cool. the guy that plays the predator is like oh, like essentially seven foot tall like in real life he's a big guy he's a big guy i have to watch that that sounds interesting yeah i'll have to do that too Oh, yeah, definitely good. Definitely good movie. Worth, yeah, worth good the watch. Yes. This was better than Doctor Strange for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't disagree. I think I did enjoy this more than Doctor Strange. I unfortunately Honestly. have to agree as well because my viewing experience was much better. Doctor Strange, like we've said before, was bald. <laughs> that theater with no ventilation. Hot, he's like sweating, watching Strange fucking yeah. fight himself. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of what other summer movies have come out that I'm trying to like see if this if anything was better. 
Any summer movies? Just trying to think what of what's come out so this far so far this summer. Have you seen Bullet Train? A lot of movies. No, I haven't seen Bullet Train yet. There, saw that. Um, I wouldn't compare it with Nope. They're they're. Oh, that's one I haven't seen either. I need to see that too. That was a fun ride. I I agree with Ben in the chat. Doctor Strange would have done better if they let Raimi do more. Didn't commit. I think that was the problem. We've talked about that before. Wait, but... They didn't commit. What? <laughs> just a shitty story. It was just a shitty story, or how it was edited was shitty. But we've talked about Doctor Strange. Um, Morbius is still better than this movie, though. <laughs> we'll have to just agree with that. Uh, okay. Uh, thank you for watching. Um, we're gonna be uh, you know Sony, canceling the show. You know, start sending me money because I'm not even fighting it anymore. Where's oh my, my check, Sony? Dude. Oh my god. Okay. Yo, you guys have to. <laughs> you guys just have to watch Game of Thrones. Uh, just because there's a scene that the whole time I'm like, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do the thing. He's gonna do the thing because you know it's he's in. Oh goddamn! Because uh, Matt Smith is in it. <laughs> Matt Smith is in it. Yeah. Goddamn it! I'm waiting for the TikTok memes now. Yeah, Excess. go check out Prey. If you like aliens, check that shit out. If you like predators, check out. Specifically, yeah. Sorry. If you like outer space creatures, check it out. If you like xenomorphs, go check out Alien. Go check out Prometheus. Everybody loves that movie. I think it's good. I'm sensing sarcasm. I don't like I love, no, I love that. I, lo- I was like, wait I a love second. Whole, you, I love like that. you fucking love that movie. <laughs> I love those movies. I love and seeing Covenant. No, you've seen it. Oh, we tried. I think we got distracted or something. What do you mean you've tried? I don't know. Every time I like, try to get around it, usually Fernando's like, don't watch it. It's not good. I just don't get to it. So. Joel, I own that movie. I think it's on Hulu. I could just watch it. Anyway, go watch Bray. <laughs> yes. All right. Go cleanse the... Go watch the Downton, the Downton Abbey movie on, Par- on Peacock. That's what you guys need to go watch. I'm still waiting Last for that. Too. I'm still waiting for that Knuckle show. On Paramount Plus, uh, Prometheus is definitely better than Alien Covenant. Uh, I don't know. I just I really like that whole lore and universe. So I don't know. Whatever, you're all yeah. entitled to your opinions, no matter how wrong they are. This guy uh, is boosting Morbius every chance he gets whenever he's live with us. So I just want to. Hey Sony, if if we, we if if we mention more twenty more times, can I have a PS Five? I just want. I'll do it for. I just need Jared Leto to be consistently employed. Anyway, uh, spoiler cast is over. That was our thoughts on on prey. Oh boy, you know. This was a very this is this was a nice chat, guys. Yeah, it was nice for, catching up. Thanks, yes. uh, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, mm. and of course, if you guys want to catch up on the podcast, you of course can go back on po- on the podcast service of your choice to listen to other things like our our 
Doctor Strange review. Wow, that took a second. I had to process that for a second. Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse of Madness. Um, of course. Or the more uh, recent review. I think we only talked about it for like five seconds. Okay, Still Marcelo. Early. All right, before we go, okay, Marcelo, you have to sit through watching either Morbius three times in a row or The Predator three times in a row. Can I watch both and alternate? Okay, One will get right. watched anyway, twice. We're moving on. We're moving on. So if if you wanna if you wanna tell us why you thought um the Predator Morbius crossover should definitely happen, uh Joel, where can they do that? <laughs> Fucking I'm not saying shit. <laughs> You're not telling me that. We're deleting that email. But in reality, if you want to reach out to us, questions, comments, suggestions, feedback, reasons why you should like giant monsters or mobile suits, why that guy with the spin move book of Boba Fett was sick as fuck. Or why you should play pretend with some dice and miniatures, hit us with an email, unitedwenerdcast at gmail.com. Where? Unitedwenerdcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on various websites now. If you're listening to us, again, like we said, on Spotify or other uh, streaming services, we're also on YouTube. Find us there, leave us a comment, like, subscribe, tell us what you thought about Prey or Multiverse of Madness. Or if you saw everything everywhere at once, talk to us about it. I love that movie. That's a true. Have we talked about movie. that movie yet? I still haven't seen it. Brian hasn't seen it. Oh my god. I own that movie, so I'll give you my oh. movies anywhere. Log in and you can you need to watch it, Brian. It's such a good movie. I, w- I want to watch it. I just missed the boat on the movie theater. Also, we're on Twitter. Slide into our DMs. Tell us what your hot takes. If it's about Morbius, I'll definitely forward it to Marcelo. But please let us know. Twitter.com slash united underscore we nerd. One more time. Twitter.com slash united underscore we nerd. Also on Twitch, as you already know. But if you're hearing this on the recording, come find us there. You can chat with us live. United We Nerd, no spaces, all together. We're also in the Zuckerbergs on Facebook. United We Nerd. And also, lastly, Instagram, United underscore We Nerd. Find us there. Chat with us. Let us know. Agree with us. What's up? If you thought the Predator was good, again, I'm going to send you to Marcelo. Let us know. I didn't think the Predator was good. That was great. That's right. <laughs> but if you want to talk to us individually, reach out to us. Where can they find you, Marcelo? Hit me up on Twitter at M90Plays or here on Twitch at M90Plays. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to I'm gonna try to figure out how to stream uh, Ghost of Tsushima. So I might need to I might need to figure that out soon. Yeah, that be what fun. What about you? What about you, Joel? Where does where do people talk to you? You can find me on Spotify, SoundCloud, Mad Mech Monster Mine. Also on TikTok, my 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 Mad Mech Monster Mine, where I post a bunch of nerdy Destiny shit, Sea of Thieves, and No Man's Sky. Also, Acoustic Avenger on Twitter. I is replaced by one and Acoustic Avenger on Twitch. I haven't streamed recently. I've uploaded a few things, but check me out there. But what about you, Brian? I don't know where you are on the thing here. Oh, yeah. Well, we find you, you can Brian? find you can find me here on twitch.tv forward slash Brian Saber, as well as Twitter and Instagram at Brian underscore Saber. Um, yeah, basically, you're just going to be uh, kind of chilling, you know, um, I've been I've been very light on the on the streaming game, but I might try to uh, 
do a little bit this weekend, maybe. Uh, keep track. Figure it, I'll figure it out. Um, but yeah. Other than that, uh, we appreciate y'all for hanging out with us. Um, of course, people in the chat stick around. We'll be we'll be here for a little bit before we send you off. But of course, people listening on podcasts or watching on YouTube. Thanks for hanging out with us. And of course, we will see you next time. It bleeds, we could kill it. Ow! Covered myself in mud! I'm going to defeat the predator! It is muscle! Come on! Do it! Get to the chopper! Okay, I said it all. All right. <laughs>